The following is an exclusive presentation of the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. IMG is America's home for college sports. BYU football with Kalani Sataki. This is not about me as a head coach. This is about our program. The Cougars head coach tackles the game ahead. It's not about our players, especially the seniors, and look forward to those guys leading this team into this game. And you get to ask the coach anything. BYU football. Pulls it away. Takes off for the pylon. Touchdown, Taysom Hill. With Kalani Sataki on KSL News Radio and the Cougars New Skin IMG Sports Network. Presented by Ken Garf Nissan Honda and Volkswagen dealerships on University Parkway. This is BYU football with Kalani Sataki. Tonight's show is also brought to you by Smith's. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. Live from the President's Lodge at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Coming your way live from the President's Loge at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Welcome back. It's another edition of BYU Football with Kalani Satake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. BYU fans in the house, Greg Rubel, my color commentary colleague, Mark Lines, the head coach, the Cougars, Kalani Satake is here. It's week six already of the show. Wow, that means we're halfway done after tonight. I can hardly believe it, Kalani, that uh, game six and show six are all happening this week. It has flown by for me. How about you? Yeah, I'm having fun. I mean, uh, yeah, I can't believe uh, it. It seems like we wait forever for it to get here, and then it goes way yeah. too quickly. It sure is. It had gone awfully fast and uh, we talked about how tough this schedule is and every game so far has just been remarkable hasn't it uh, well remarkable would be 5 and 0 oh, but yeah, yeah but that would be been, every game has been surprising been in some way yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, it's been close all well, the games have been close and competitive isn't that something i mean have you ever been involved in something like that even in this blowout game yesterday which was a three pointer two pointer <laughs> no i mean it's it's uh, our guys have a lot of fight and so they're never out of a game uh, just cuz their effort and their willingness to to compete, and so um, I think those, that's how it should happen. But I'd like to, I've said it before, I'd like to yeah. win comfortably. Like, that, I mean, like, it's like easy on the nine. heart, you know. It's yeah. I'm trying to live longer, and, and <laughs> if this keeps up, it's not going to last much longer for me. Well, it's six straight games going back to last year, the bowl game that's been decided by a touchdown or less for BYU, and that's kind of the common theme right now is all these close games BYU finds itself in. It was another one last Friday, and it was a wild 55 to 53 win over Toledo. Ton of yards, ton of points, and records set. In fact, the record setter, Jamal Williams, will be our our guest here tonight. Um, A lot of interesting things happened in that game, but nothing more impressive, Kalani, than what uh, Jamal did. 286 rushing yards. Yeah, and and that's a record, you know, and so our... um I mean, he's really proud of it, but I've been really uh, impressed with how he's handling it and uh, giving credit to all the guys that blocked for him. And that's uh, that's exactly what we're about here, at BYU. Um, you know, he, he said that this is a team record, and um, if you watch the film, you see a lot of the guys that block downfield, the receivers, the tight ends, fullbacks, uh, obviously the O line, but. Um, you know, and then Jamal has great vision. So I, I, I know he was giving credit to the team, but he, he has great vision, and he's a special player. BYU's rushed for exactly 1,000 yards in five games. If you're averaging 200 yards a game on the ground, you've got to say that the offensive line is doing a pretty good job. You've got a nice talent in Jamal, certainly, and Taysom does what he does, but the O-line is coming along, coming together, and making holes for these guys. Yeah, and, and, and we'd like to run the ball more because I think that um, – 
you know, getting algae and, and quality, some quality runs are going to be really important for us. But uh, we find ourselves in the second half having to battle back and and, and um, sometimes uh, coming from behind, it's not ideal for the run game. And so if we can be ahead and, and protect leads, we can really pound teams as far as running the game, running the ball and getting downhill with the three running backs. And more I than think, you are right now. Yeah, and I yeah. think that we'll have more success and it'll open up the passing game a lot more for us. It certainly was a shootout, that's for sure, you know, and that's what you're commenting about. But uh, And it's fun to win those. Those shootouts are fun to win. But in that kind of a game, you see so many good things that you were able to say, man, that was great. But there's also a lot that you want to change. Yeah, and, and I think that the, um, you know, that, that's Ty Detmer's a great coach and he's a great coordinator. And I think that uh, we obviously would like to have scored 50 points every game this year, you know, but um, we'll get there. I mean, that, 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 it's, it's a good thing that we started. Um, but uh, this is when, when the offense is clicking on all cylinders, it's a dangerous mix. And being able to have the run game and have Taysom manage the, manage the game uh, with, the, with the run checks and with the audibles on line scrimmage, it's huge for us. And, you know, I think a lot of people, I mean, nowadays everyone's talking about injuries. And you got to remember we're down three old linemen. And so the fact that our that co-champion the O-line is doing so well, it's been really impressive. And I think we would have done better in the run game if Jamal would have stayed healthy. And I think that, you know, we have to trust Squally and have to trust Algie to run the ball a little bit more, too. And that happened last week. Uh, Squally got his first touchdown as a BYU Cougar, which is cool to see. Uh, it says a lot about the way you guys are playing, Kalani, that uh, you went down, you know, late 52, 53-52 um, on that two-point conversion. And yet up in the booth, I wasn't really sweating it that much because I'd seen you guys go down the field late in every game to put yourself in a position to score. And not that you want to have to rely on that, but it's a good feeling knowing that that is who your team is, that you're never out of it, that those last one minute two minute drives can be productive for you yeah and 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 i think that they'll be easier i think everybody can agree we want we don't want to have to worry about a last second drive but (laughs) um it's nice knowing that we can get one if if we need to and and um i mean it was weird it's a weird feeling that it was a fluke play i I mentioned we talked about it before after the game and then um we're so excited that it was a bad snap and then he fumbled it and it fell on the ground and then he picked it up and we're like okay this is good. And he just threw the ball quick as he could, and yeah, it was unbelievable. And the guy caught it, and then I was just it, usually there's a huge like oh letdown. And I looked to the sideline, and players were just okay. Well, they, they said we got three timeouts, a minute and eleven seconds. That's eternity to these guys. So <laughs> let's go. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of time, and I think I mean yeah, we had plenty of time. We marched down the field and had plenty of time where we could have we ran some clock down even, um, but. I said before I wanted to score a touchdown because I wanted to go for two. <laughs> I really wanted to go for two at the end of that. <laughs> well, in that exchange of everybody scoring, everybody scoring, and you, yeah. know, you match each other, Kainakua's interception really was a turning point to give you guys that, uh, you know, you, it was your advantage. Yeah, and we, we talked about it before that if we own the football, meaning on, on offense, if we pr- protect the ball, and uh, are smart with the football, and then on defense we create turnovers. It will be successful. If we want, we felt like we won the turnover battle. We'd be in good position. And um, our defense wasn't great, but uh, the the good thing is that they made two big plays and were able to get the ball back and flip the series, uh, you know, the possessions around a little bit. And so it gave us some opportunities to score more. And 
obviously that was the difference. BYU is a top 20 team nationally in turnover margin, uh, 16th, and in the two wins, BYU hasn't uh, given the ball away one time. Uh, zero turnovers in your two wins, plus two against Arizona, plus two against Toledo, so a plus four in BYU's two wins, and that will certainly get it done. We'll take our first break as we head into break. If you're looking for some fun in your life, book Kona Ice for your next event, the coolest shave ice truck around. Visit them online at Kona-Ice.com. We're coming to you live from the, the Lavelle Bridge Stadium President's Lowe's. We're brought to you by Ken Garf, Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen on University Parkway. And with much of Cougar Nation right here in front of me, this is BYU Football with Kalani Sitake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. Live from the President's Lodge at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, you're tuned to BYU Football with Kalani Satake. Here's Greg Rubel. Snap Hill. Hill. Deep down the near sideline. Trinneman is there. Makes the catch at the 30, 20, 10, and just like that! Touchdown Cougars on the first play of the game! Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Satake here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium at the President's Lodge. We're brought to you by Ken Garf, Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen on University Parkway. That play-by-play cut you just heard was how BYU began the game against Toledo last Friday night. Uh, Coach Satake, you had to have known what the play call was going to be on, on play one. Worked out pretty darn well. How does that play work in practice when uh, when Jonah or whoever is streaking and Taysom's putting it up? About the same. I mean, jo- Jonah's got a lot of speed, and so... Um you know, we were hoping that he would have, we'd have time just to throw it up, and, and he, he, I mean, we haven't been able to overthrow him yet, and mm-hmm. you know, on that on that play, and so um, it just worked out the way it's supposed to, you know. So uh, just glad that we we had that play, and it was a good way to start the game. I was very impressed with that offense of Toledo. Uh, the quarterback was exceptional, and probably the best one I think that you've seen this this so far this year. Were you surprised by anything that Toledo did? No, we knew that they were going to be a good team, and I think um, I don't know if a lot of people respect them enough for what they've done. And they were ranked as an offense and a defense in in, in uh, the first three games, and coming off a of bye week, I thought that um, they were actually pretty clean and crisp as a team, yeah. um, and they were prepared for us. They, they did some things that we weren't ready for, obviously, that with the extra practice time, and so uh, that just happens when 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 teams have a bye week, you know. So. Uh, I thought our guys adjusted well, um, not well enough on defense, but um, you know we did some really good things on offense. Well, you got a lot of promotion out there. People saying that this could be the have been the game of the year so far as far as uh, entertainment, and so uh, that's a real plus for you, isn't it? Yeah, the game of the year for me is like, is a is a zero in the for them and, and a bunch for us. You know, so um, that's my game of the year. I, I really don't care about the other team scoring much or making it uh, competitive. Entertaining? No, yeah, I I just but I'll be I'm really grateful for the win. But uh, um, my ideal uh, idea of a perfect game would be a hundred to zero for the Cougars. So. Was there was there a hidden play or an under the radar guy uh, that that comes to mind when you think about last Friday's game? That there were a lot of, of course, marquee and headline plays or players. What do you remember that maybe others might not from that game? Well, I, I think the old line was um, they did a great job, and, and nobody really talks about the old line much, you know. So um, I know I know that uh, that Jamal talked about them, and I'm going to keep echoing that. I think Coach Ampey and that old line starting to click, and they're doing really good things. And it just—it was really nice knowing that all the hard work we did in the off season paid off. Um, seeing them push guys around a little bit, you know, and, and the added weight was good for those guys. So, 
I'm just really pleased with the O-line and the way they played. I thought T. John did a great job at center. I mean, we've had no issues with him, knock on wood, with him snapping the ball and uh, coming off and knocking people off the line of scrimmage. And so, and it starts with him. And he's a he's a good leader of that group. And so that I thought they did a great job. Okay. And a couple other guys that stepped up, uh, tight end and El, El Bakri also made big plays. And so that uh, kind of secondary inside receiver mm-hmm. was a little bit more of an option this week. Yeah, I, th- I think that, um, you know, Taysom was able to find the um, the tight ends, the fullbacks, and kind of spread the ball out a little bit more. And um, the run game was working so well that we really didn't have to throw more than, I think he only threw like 20 times or so. But um, it was a rough start with the completions and everything, but... As he started getting more comfortable and, and the run game started working, I think he finished 8 for 10. And uh, that's kind of how we see it happening. And we're going to work with what, whatever's working. We're going to keep going to it. His pass efficiency ended up in uh, in the 167 range. And if you're 150 or better, you're likely going to win the game. Historically, BYU's got a tremendous record in the 90% rate plus when the passer rating is, is 150 or better. And the Cougars have won, I figured it out today, 32 straight games when they've gotten to 150 or more. Uh, Toledo's guy was even better than that. And it was one of those rare games where somebody goes off against you, yet you still find a way to win. And that's the, I guess, the... That's the biggest bottom line from from Friday, Kalani. Yeah, and then Taysom did some great things. That's not going to show up on the stat on the stat sheet with uh, the checks and audibles that he's making, and getting the offense set up for the right call uh, to the defense that he's seeing. So he, he's he's done a great job with that. I mean, everybody's seen when Peyton Manning did all that stuff last year with the Omaha calls and everything, yeah. and he was doing that at the line of scrimmage and um, just doing some things that, that I think Ty gave him some freedom to to check a couple things here and there and and uh, he called the perfect play every time and so um, that's why you're able to see so many guys um, have success in the run game and then in the blocking scheme lots of huge plays lots of game going up and down comes down to a field goal kicker again and uh, you had complete confidence right yeah, I mean, yeah. if we, if we need another game winner, we'll try a, a new kicker just for the, just for the fun spread of it. Spread it around. Just to yeah, spread it's, around. Yeah, it's a it's a growing trend. I think everyone's going to copy us on it. No, um. they pull names out of the hat of who gets to kick. Yeah, them. well, we have we travel for kickers, so we might as well yeah. use them all. No, I, I I I think that um, you have to give Rhett a lot of credit for um, hanging in there, especially losing the job early in the season, game one. Right. And uh, he just stuck with it. And, um, you know, Ed mentioned to him that his number would be called again, and it was. And, and he was able to knock through not just the, the game winning, but the a field goal before that and um, all the PAT. So it's yeah. been, been clean so far, and, and um, we'll just keep working with it. Okay, as we head into break, your midweek of game week for Michigan State, first ever meeting between BYU and Michigan State, third straight game that you get a, a first-timer. First time with West Virginia, first time with Toledo, and now first time uh, with the Spartans, but a pretty notable and well-known program. What are some initial impressions? Not even initial. You're deep into it now. Uh, what are your impressions of the Spartans as you get ready to go to East Lansing? Well, really physical team. They're big, and uh, Coach D'Antonio's done a great job with that program uh, for many years now, and so... Um, you know they played the national championship uh, playoffs last year. They beat, um, I mean, they they've beaten a lot of great teams, and so uh, they they're coming off a little bit of a, a couple losses. You know, and we've been in that position, and we know that how that can um, create unity and then get your your best shot from the team. So they're a talented team, and we're expecting their best, uh, but we're excited to show our best too and see what happens. 
Okay, let's head to break. As we do so, we'll tell you tonight's broadcast is sponsored in part by Bam Bam's Barbecue, authentic Central Texas right here in Utah County. And, folks, did you enjoy Bam Bam's for our pre-show meal tonight? Bam Bam's does barbecue the right way, low and slow. Bam Bam's is located at 1708 South State Street in Orem. We are back with more BYU football with Kalani Sitake. On the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, brought to you by Ken Garf, Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen on University Parkway. You're tuned to BYU Football with Kalani Satake. Passes off a tackler. Stays on his feet. He's going to go. Touchdown. Now let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU hurries it up. Taysom Hill in shotgun. Hands off Jamal. Jamal with a shuffle step. In for six. Jamal Williams. Touchdown run. And the Cougars take a 13-7 lead with the PAT pending. Jamal Williams will be our featured guest tonight. This is BYU Football with Kalani Satake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. Brought to you by the Ken Garf Nissan Honda and Volkswagen dealerships on University Parkway, where they love the sounds of Cougar wins and the voices of satisfied customers. On the program, we have player guests, we have audience questions, some Q&A for Coach Satake, and until we get Jamal with us here in the President's Loge, let's head to our wireless microphone with intern Phil. Phil Hyatt's got the mic. Phil, who do you have? All right, thanks, Greg. First off, we have Jeff Hammer. Coach Satake, I really love your positive enthusiasm and energy on the sidelines. I like seeing that. My question is, what has been the most positive surprise during the first five games of the football season? Um, the kickers have been one. I, I mean, that's just that uh, we have a, a good number of kickers that, that uh, I've said it before that Mormons get, they, they have big people, big big players for football, and then we obviously have kickers. So, uh uh, the, those guys work really well, and I think uh, I mentioned that we've we've traveled more specialists than I've ever seen before, and and they all deserve to go. So that's been the best, uh, most positive surprise. That I, I mean, we knew that they're going to be pretty good, but I didn't know that they'd be this good and, and that they'd be this poised, and um, especially in a position to win games. Uh, I watched Jake, you know, in the Arizona game, and I watched Rhett, and and uh, they're just really poised and being able to just go out there and, and kick a game winner. I don't think I'd be able to do it like that. If you take away the 55-plus yard or whatever that thing yeah. was, uh, BYU's 8-for-8 eight eight in the field goal. So every every realistic or field goal you need at the time has, has gone for BYU. Uh, Rhett's 5-for-5, five five and Jake's 3-for-3. Three three. Rhett is one of only 12 kickers in the country who've attempted at least five without missing one. So he's uh, right up there. Next up, intern Phil, who do we have? All right, next we have Mr. Joe Emig. Hey, Coach. First offensive play was so exciting, Taysom to Jonah. Uh, but in the first half, the pass game finished 3 for 11. What was said at halftime uh, about the pass game, and has there been any special emphasis this week in practice uh, regarding accuracy and making optimal reads in the pass game? Yeah, and then that's that's always been our, our aim, is to make sure that we're a, lo- a lot more efficient as an offense and in completing the ball. And there's a, a lot of variables to that, you know, not just the quarterback himself. There's, there's the routes and the timing and the protection. All that stuff factors into being able to complete the ball more but I think that um, getting the run game going established and relying on that heavily is something that can, we can build on and um, you know and just just get, being I mean to be honest with you we don't need to be 3 and 11 now We're, the 8 and 10 that we finished with that's how it should be for the rest of the time because um, I mean it's it's the newness is gone now you know so I think our guys are I watch them practice and I watch them play and they're a lot cleaner and um, there's not a lot of miscommunication, so I'm looking forward to being a lot more efficient and having that QB rating that allows us to be, was it 32-0 you said? 
Thirty two straight. When 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 one fifty and above, yeah. Yeah, so the goal is to get one fifty QB rating. There it is. It's the new key to the game. To play the numbers, <laughs> analytics. Yeah. All right. It's Moneyball. <laughs> exactly. We've gone just tonight. We flew, we switched to Moneyball. Uh, <laughs> we've got uh, intern Phil with the wireless mic. Who's All next? Right. Next up, we have Katie Bennett. Hey, coach. Um, as an independent, Coach Lamb said that it's like preparing for a bowl game each week. How is your new coaching staff adjusted as the season goes on? They're doing great, and and. Um, I've mentioned this before that a lot of people talked about the question of the experience of our coaches and um, saying saying how that's going to hold up. And obviously we've gone against a lot of, in the first four games, gone against a long tenured coaching staffs. Um, And and I don't see that huge discrepancy like everybody was worried about because I knew these guys know football and they know how to work and they know BYU. So... um, you know, we're we're grateful for the for the opponents. Um, being excited to play against these great teams and going to Michigan State this week. You know, it's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, we obviously want to have a, a higher rate of, of success and win more of these games because I think that the I've said before I think the fans deserve it. Thanks for the question and the answer, Kalani. We will take a break. We'll have more of your questions later in the show. Coming up next, BYU running back Jamal Williams is here. We'll have him on the show after this. This is BYU Football with Kalani Sitake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, brought to you by Ken Garf, Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen on University Parkway. This is BYU Football with Kalani Sitake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. It's time for a touchdown! Once again, here's Greg Rubel. Give to Jamal, middle, and all the way into the end zone. It's a touchdown run of 14 yards. And with that, Jamal Williams becomes BYU's single-game all-time rushing leader. There it was. Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. Here at the Lavelle Edwards Stadium, President's Lowe's. That play-by-play cut was the record setter. Jamal breaking a record that stood for a long, long time. So long that Mark Lyons hadn't arrived on campus yet. I haven't been here yet. That's pre, right. Pre-Mark Lyons days. Uh, and I'm surprised I didn't get that record. A record right set away. in 1962 <laughs> by Eldon Forti. Jamal breaks it. That's the single-game rushing yardage mark, now 286. Welcome officially to the show, Mr. Jamal Williams, everybody. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on. You know, you're a senior now, uh, and, and this might be your last ever trip to the radio show. I don't know. I'd be sad if it was, but it might be. This might be your swan song for us. Yeah, I know. Sad day for Jay Boog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we've had you on uh, every year of your BYU career, and uh, you're, you're one of our favorite guests. Uh, your personality is uh, is just so fun and, and unique, and everyone loves it, and it's totally genuine. It's who you are. Uh, where would you say you've changed the most from the fun-loving freshman to the fun-loving senior that you are now? Mm, putting on some pounds, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, Maturity-wise, a little bit more. Maturity-wise, you know, just getting things done now. Um, yesterday, on Tuesday, I ran errands. So, you know, I'm becoming, a, <laughs> I'm becoming an adult. You're you totally know. responsible. Now. I know. I know. J-Man, the grown man. I'm here. <laughs> so I asked I asked the trivia question during the break because you had the 286 against Toledo. And did you know who your previous high was against? Do you remember your, your previous biggest game before this past weekend? Do you remember? Um, that's Nevada for sure. Yeah, it was it was at Nevada. That had mm-hmm. one of those long touchdown runs too. Those long runs are a lot of fun. Do you get as much pleasure out of those short 
two-yard grinders, though? I mean, how was it for you? Shoot, the two-yard grinders are the fun ones because <laughs> it's like you're dragging them, and then they, they got to get back up with you, you know? So <laughs> I just get up, start nodding my head, like, you come in again, you go get it again, you know? So it's just a mentality of me going hard 100% every time I get the ball and on every play, too. Well, you had to be impressed with uh, the way you had some openings in this last week's game. But the thing that I would have thought surprised you is there was no second level out there. Once you got through the line, you could see the goal line, right? Yeah, it was honestly, it was, it was a just race. a perfect game, you know. Once you see end zone, it's ready to go. You got to put them knees up just start ah, believing in yourself that you can make it, you know. So it was just, honestly, I just think it was just my lineman getting up to the second level as well, you know. So, um they just had a, a great game, and, and and for having them to have that type of game, and, and you know, I'm going to capitalize on it, it's just it's grateful. So the game goes to them, too. So talking about those short gainers that you get, the thing I'm so impressed with, and it usually is happening in the third quarter when uh, you're trying to pick everybody up, man, you hit it in there sometimes hard i mean hard and you're going to drive and carry somebody and everybody sees that that's out there and kind of gets a lift from it and uh, it's pretty impressive where did you get that kind of an attitude to play the game um honestly i just had it since i was little i always had a mentality of me running hard and not going down with the first person so even in high school i was i was the bruiser yeah i was like probably like the third or fourth fastest so you know and i wasn't even that big either so i was still the bruiser but um it's just great to have speed too to go with your mentality of of running hard and it just comes with growing up with a a great mother who who is just as competitive as you are and you know if she could play football you know she would (laughs) and she'll give me uh you know she'll give me a run for my money and my sister too so just having a family full of um athletes and competitors it, it makes it fun Coach Satake, from defending against Jamal, as you had to do, to now coaching him, what stands out about this young man? Well, you could tell when when we played against him, when I coached against him, that, uh, that he was a special player. And uh, he was really young because they said he was 17, and I couldn't believe it because um, he, he plays way beyond those years, you know. And, and um, as you watched him grow, um, I didn't like him because he was so good. I mean, but it's it's like same thing with Harvey. Unger. I I, I respect him. I like the way they play the game. And um, I mean, I'm, I was a BYU fan even when I was down there. But just really proud of the progress that you've seen in him. And then when I got here as a coach and he showed up, I was really surprised because he was huge. I mean, he's swole. He he, he was wearing his sweat <laughs> sweatshirt right now, but he was, had his muscles showing off. He wanted to show off his tank top. I think he went and did some <laughs> some dumbbell curls to come show his coach what's up, you know. But um, he, he, but I'll tell you this: he's he's one of the hardest working individuals I've ever met. And then when you meet his mom, you start to understand where he gets his strength and his drive from. And he is a he's a wonderful extension of her love and her dedication and, and sacrifice. And he's a great teammate and a great leader for us. And all I have to do is just let Jamal be Jamal and and let him just have fun. And uh, and it it, it it's an, it becomes uh, contagious for the whole team. And and uh, when he's having fun, we're all having fun, and we will have a lot of success. So this team is is has got to run through Jamal and. Um, we're excited. I'm excited that he's that he had that night because I think it was special. And I, I've had I've had the opportunity to block for a lot of great ones, you know, like Brian McKenzie, Ronnie Jenkins, Reno Mahe, Luke Staley, Fahutahi, and um, I'm no, you know, I'm probably forgetting somebody, but 
Um, I would have loved to block for Jamal. Hmm. And so it's it's a he's a he's a great player, and I, I say this about all our players because they're, they're all great players. But he's such a great individual, and um, it, we wouldn't be the same without him. BYU wouldn't be BYU needs people like Jamal. Second place in career rushing yardage at BYU and second in the nation right now in total rushing yards on the year as well. Your 2014 season, Jamal, uh, was cut short. You were off in 2015. From what I've heard you say, you always knew you'd come back for this last year. But when did you know that you know he was going to be your coach? And did that, I mean, how, what was it like to come back for a guy you didn't know yet and then get to know Coach Hitake for your last year? I can't remember the time when I figured out Coach Taki was going to be the coach, but I was I was really intrigued. Like I called I, you, I called yeah. you right when I got the job. He called me, and I was like, <laughs> you know, he might be, and we talked for a minute. I'm like, hmm, he might not be that bad. You know what I mean? So, I'm like, <laughs> I then, begged him. I said, hey, you're coming back. We have a, a great place for you to you know get situated in. Get a, a great offense. So I was a recruiting pitch from the very beginning. Yeah. So sorry to interrupt, but yeah, yeah he got me. <laughs> I was begging him guys then when we had uh the first meeting and when i heard him talk i'm like man this is my head coach right here i could play for this man because he he really cares for us and i'm just grateful to, to have him for my my last year and honestly i wish i had him my freshman year too because he he's just a great coach he gets he gets things done he cares for the players and he really wants just the best for us on and off the field. You talked about putting some pounds on. Coach just talked about how big you got. This year away was good for you, wasn't it, physically, to get ready for this last season? Yeah. Um, I take last year and the year I was off as a blessing more than anything. And Did you call it a mini-mission? Mini-mission? Yeah. yeah. Let's call yeah. it that. <laughs> it was a mini-mission inside my mission, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm doing double the, you know, missionary work, but it's good. <laughs> We'll take a break. we got one more segment with this guy. His name is Jamal Williams. This is BYU Football with Kalani Satake on the new skin Cougar, IMG Sports Network. Live from the President's Lodge at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, you're tuned to BYU Football with Kalani Satake. Here's Greg Rubel. Stretches the handoff to Jamal Williams. Williams on the first down. Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Sitake here at the Lavelle Edwards Stadium, President's Lowe's, Greg Rubel, Mark Lyons, Kalani Sitake, Jamal Williams with us. Hey fans, come experience 100% pure, authentic Hawaiian food at Big Island Sam's, located at uh, 133 South State Street in Linden. This show is brought to you by Ken Garf, Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen on University Parkway. It's our final segment with, and maybe our final show with, BYU senior running back, Jamal Williams, who after this past Friday night is now the Cougars' single-game all-time rushing yardage leader in a career only harvey unga is ahead of jamal and the cougars career rushing a tally and uh jamal harvey's on the staff you see harvey enough to know that uh you're getting close to his career record what kind of conversations have you guys had about that honestly we just been um worrying about the games more than the records you know so we mostly talking about how i'm running in the games and and he's giving me pointers on what i can do better and 
um, it's just great to have him on the staff and and to have somebody as a running back and who's ahead of me too to to teach me the ways that he learned how to run and things that helped him out in the pro style too. Did you ever see a video of Harvey running at all? Have you seen it? You know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I've seen it all the time. Okay. First is the first thing I did when I, they came to recruit me. I put BYU running backs. First one came up Harvey, Harvey and, and White Chocolate, uh, Luke Staley. So <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could deal with deal. <laughs> well, um, Taysom said some nice things about you in that post game when uh, they were talking about uh, you got that record, and Taysom was saying, "Man, he's been here with you, and he loved the fact that you were able to ring up that big score there at the football game." You and Taysom get along pretty good. Yeah, you know, we've been together since uh, we've been here. Yeah. So you know, we're we're in terms, we're like. We're best friends. Yeah. <laughs> we're like really close because we always we know what we gonna do in the game, and I know he's always gonna be Taysom, and that's what Taysom is. And I just do my best to you know help him out anything I can do, and it's just great to have a teammate here with you and playing with you, you know, every year. So I'm grateful for Taysom for being back too, and I'm I'm grateful for his leadership and the way he plays the game, and you know he's just he's a great player. You know, maybe our last time visiting with Jamal, and so uh, if we have fans here who would like to ask Jamal a question, by raise of hands, intern Phil's got the wireless microphone. If you want to get on the air with Jamal, we can just go uh, quickly uh, and ad-lib something here. Anybody want to ask Jamal a question before we let him go here for his career? Who do we have? Phil's got the mic, and somebody's got a question. Phil's just kind of wandering and wandering, and here we go. Go ahead. You're on with Jamal. Jamal, how do you feel about the rest of the season being introduced as Jamal Williams and the BYU Cougars? No. <laughs> I didn't know all that. I was just thought, you know, we the BYU Cougars. But, um, you know, it's just I feel more comfortable with it being BYU Cougars than anything. So um, I'm more team player than I'll ever be. And for, you know, forever is always going to be BYU Cougars. Okay. Another fan here. Back row. You're on with Jamal. Go ahead. So now that you're near the end, what's one of your fondest memories you've had over the last couple of years? Hmm. One of my fondest ones? I think <laughs> I, if, <laughs> my funniest one, I think it's, it was just in the last game. It, it was from Squally. <laughs> it's when he got in the game. You see, did you see him? When he, he, was, he started dancing and everything, you know, right after his run. He, came, he started dancing in the huddle and everything. It's probably the funniest thing because it reminded me of, like, myself when I first got on because, you know, you just excited to be out there and you forget about the cameras and all that. you just worried about, you know, playing and stuff, man. It just, you know, seeing him like that, it just reminds me of when I first got here and I got my first touch and, and experiencing it for the first time. So, you know, that would probably be it right there. You've got 32 touchdowns in your BYU career. That was Squally's first. How happy for, were you for him to get it in the end zone? Man, I ran over there. I ran over there so fast. <laughs> and I was excited. I've never been so excited in my life. So, honestly, my my favorite touchdown from that game will be Squally's touchdown because, you, man, because we always you work with somebody, you, you know, your teammates forever. And when somebody finally gets their first touchdown, it's just a, a, a moment that you can't take back. So I'm on the sideline waiting for him to come back. And we can see through the face mask, us both cheesing, <laughs> excited, all of that. It's just, it's just great, you know. All right, final fan question here for Jamal tonight. Hey, Jamal, what do you do to get pumped up for the games? <laughs> what I do. 
I learned this from uh, my sports psychology teacher. He told me, you know, you got to stay low before the game because we have a whole bunch of time before the game. So I pretty much just try to stay mellow as I can, but I'd be so excited. But <laughs> I try to stay mellow as I can, listen to some mellow music like uh, Phil Collins in the air. <laughs> yeah. Coming in the air tonight. You know that one? That one. That's that's probably one of my mellow, one of my, you know, get me ready song so i so i'm pumping myself up you know <laughs> so when i get in here then i put on the real bangers and then i be in there having fun you know throwing <laughs> balls getting ready so pretty much right there okay straight up dance off between you and squally who's taking it me squally <laughs> squally didn't start dancing until he's until he started hanging out with me honestly <laughs> he's gonna score more touchdowns yeah so he can practice yeah. <laughs> Well, Jamal, and by the way, first time we've ever heard Phil Collins and Pump Up music used in the same sentence tonight. Yeah, it's a mellow, it's mellow it's Pump a Up. Yeah. It's a, for the ride to the it's stadium. A, it's a slow jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah not in the stadium, yeah, to okay. the stadium. On the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's all part of the build-up. Yeah. All right, all right listen, uh, we're going to let you off. And, and back in the day, when you would do the post-game interviews with us, we, oh, uh, yeah. we used to we used to let you go with uh, with the shout-outs. All and right, we here kind we go. We kind of got away from it, but this might be your last ever Coach's Show appearance. And so, for the last however long it's going to take, the floor is yours for your final shout-outs as a BYU Cougar. You said how minutes. long? You, however long you need it. You sure? Yeah, I'm, I, I think I'm sure. Well, up to 11 minutes. Yeah. 11 minutes? Yeah. Oh, I got it. No. Here you go. You ready? I'll give a shout out. Can I do I have to say give a shout out every time or can I just list the names? You can just list, list them. them all. For sure. Okay, this is this is the all purpose shout out to all of the following. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Shout out to my moms, my sister, my uncle Bo, uh, my auntie Karen, all my little baby cousins, it's like twenty of them, you know what I mean? Then all the cousins, Rochelle, Mimi, Trishina, uh, my bro, Dante Dion, he he with the New York Giants right now. He doing good, proud of him. He played at Boise State, in case y'all didn't know. Uh, Nico, Bernard, uh, Sykes, he played at San Jose State. That's my boy over there, too. Victor Bowden, he played at Oregon State. You remember Vic, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Vic, uh, Tori, she played soccer at Long Beach State, just letting y'all know. Uh, There's a lot. Granny, Papa, Grandpa Sylvester. Uh, Let's go. Sugar Mama, that's my great grandma. Uh, hmm, there's still a lot. Chris, Chris, uh, there's a lot. Phil Collins. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, my girlfriend Taylor. I can't forget her because you know you did. I get in trouble. You know what I mean? Well, you got 90 seconds until you mentioned her, so I'm sure. I know, I know. But she, she ain't gonna watch it anyway unless somebody <laughs> tell her to. <laughs> uh, my mom-in-law, dad-in-law, pops. Uh, Shoot, there's a lot. Coach here, you know, everybody yeah, in here yeah. today, proud of yeah. y'all for coming. Thank you. Uh, my teammates, um, I want to give a real big one to Squally. That's my boy. He really is my boy. I'm proud of him. Y'all are very lucky to have this man for some more years, you know. I might come back for him, maybe, <laughs> if I like him. <laughs> uh, let me see. Give a shout-out to my coaches back home that, you know, raised me and helped me get to the point I am now, from Pop Warner to high school, track. Um, I want to give a shout-out to God personally. Thank you for everything you've done for me, um, for the blessings and the journey and everything. I couldn't do it without you. And um, I just want to give one big shout-out to everybody who supported me through my ups and downs, through everything I've been through. Um, It's been a journey, and I'm proud of it. I'm proud of 
all the support, no matter what it is that I've done. And I'm proud of everybody who, you know, acknowledged me during the big game. But, you know, I want everybody to know that it was a team game. It was a team win. And I couldn't do it without the team. So everything that I am, it comes from the team. It comes from being a brother. It comes from being a family. And um, honestly, I just couldn't do it without everybody else. So um, I think I'm done. Yeah. Okay, well, good job. Cougar Nation is uh, really proud of you, and we've been lucky to have you with us for these years as well. Appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, one final time, the one and only Jamal Williams, everybody. Back with your BYU football with Kalani Satake after this. You're tuned to BYU football with Kalani Satake. He's made the catch at the 30. It's going to go. Touchdown, Cougars. Now let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Snap is back. Placement is good. Kick is on its way. All right, uh, when you shop at Smith's, getting more for your money is simpler than you might think, and you'll earn fuel points to help you save at the pump. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Satake. Here on the new Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. Title sponsor, Ken Garf, Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen on University Parkway. That was the game-winning field goal from Red Almond uh, last Friday night, as heard my band Mark. Yeah, me sorry, out on the Greg, call. No, it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Uh, questions for Kalani Satake. Final segment. We're going live to the audience. Intern Phil got the wireless mic. Yeah, first off, we got Nate Driggs. Hey, Coach. I noticed you're, looks like you're repping a fresh haircut this week, but I noticed you're not wearing your hat. What's the deal with that? <laughs> well, I couldn't find it, and I think that um, a coaching staff hide it from me on purpose. <laughs> so it'll show up tomorrow. It better. I hope they're listening right now. I'll, I'll send a threatening text to the whole staff that my royal blue hat better show up. So it's legitimately missing. Yeah, I mean, I usually don't go anywhere with it without it. So um, I just want to make sure that it's going to be back. You came in and I thought you They want- did this once. <laughs> this haircut is old. I mean, I, I, I think the uh, hat... Uh, you know, it, it reflects everyone from looking at my face, so I like the hat. It accentuates your style. <laughs> yeah, I right, need, I uh, need Phil, it. our last question, I think. <laughs> uh, we have Roger Bell. Yeah, Coach, uh, related to your uh, coaching style and maybe philosophy, who has been your greatest influence? Well, my greatest influence has been um, the coaches here at BYU. I mean, that's LaValle Edwards, and um, he was such a huge um, influence to me that, that, that uh, his and his, he, he and his staff – um, that whole entire staff. I mean, I, I was I had a relationship with every one of them, not just my position coach or the coordinator. I mean, it was it was it was more than just Lance Reynolds. It, it extended to Robbie Bosco, to so many different coaches, Roger French, um, you know, uh, Ken Schmidt. A lot of those guys were huge mentors to me, and obviously, I, I've I've got a lot of coaches. I'm, I've said it before. I'm not really original. I've all I've done is taken what I've learned from other people, great people in my life, and not mm-hmm. just. Not just the coaches, but just great people in my life and, and uh, church leaders and things like that. That and then and just basically listen to their advice and try to take uh, take it into my own life. Thanks for the question and the answer. We're back to wrap it up here on BYU Football with Kalani Satake on the New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. We are up against the end. BYU at Michigan State Saturday. Coach Satake, key to the game. Well, owning the ball again, and uh, we've done well when we've uh, been error-free, especially with turnovers. Uh, but I want our guys to be aggressive, and then uh, just for our players to do what their coaches are teaching them, and, and our players deserve to go play and have fun. And we got great coaches. You listen to Jamal, and, and uh, you know he's he's. You have to give a lot of credit to guys like Reno Mahe and Ty Detmer, and so 
uh, you know, just do what the coaches do and do what we do in practice. We'll be fine. 11.30 a.m. radio pregame, one thirty kick. Cougars and Spartans, folks, thanks for being here. BYU football with Kalani Satake. We're back with you next week. Good night. You for listening to BYU Football with Kalani Satake, presented by Ken Garf Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen dealerships on University Parkway. Tonight's show has also been brought to you by Smith's. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. Tune in each week for the latest on BYU Football with Coach Kalani Satake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network.